I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. doing good morning you're listening to the arts house on corks 96 fm and c103 it's elmarie Maw here with you until 10 connor talon's also here in studio and we're thinking of love <laughs> <laughs> listen first of all we're going to say big love to pierce for standing in for the last couple of weeks while we took a break i had a doctor's appointment lads one of those reviews you know when you kind of go back and check and see how did the radiotherapy go i got the all clear so we went away to celebrate and Woo-hoo! i'm over the moon so we had a fantastic fantastic a couple of weeks off. Um, well, we were away for a week, but that's kind of like two Sundays. And uh, do hope that uh, Pierce enjoyed his time with you and that you had a great time with him. And do hope you can stay with us between now and ten because we're celebrating Valentine's weekend. So practically every single piece that I've chosen for this morning has something to do with the story of love, whether it's falling in love or a long time love or love gone wrong, you know, maybe not so hard. So, you know, you can always text or WhatsApp at any stage if there's music you think we should include in a programme like this today. Hey, we're always delighted to hear from you. So the text to WhatsApp, as usual, is 0833 96 96 96. The morning isn't without its guests, but it's mostly music today. Uh, later on, Connor. Well, we have a little bit of art thrown in as well. Like, art. So. It is the arts house, after all. <laughs> so we're going we're to... We're ticking all the boxes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're ticking all the boxes. We're going to an art gallery called the Crawford Art Gallery, and we're having a look at the work of the week, and we're having a look at some very strange beasts. We are indeed but also I'll be chatting to Alan Gray from the Irish Association of Youth Orchestras later on and the email box was absolutely chock-a-block with stuff that's coming up. So we've loads of ideas for you and I do hope you can stay with us between now and ten. Now you know we kicked off the month of January when we were still in restricted numbers in theatres and lockdown and we all had to be out of everything by eight o'clock. Doesn't it seem like a long time ago already? You know, so um, we right throughout the month of January gave first and sole precedence to musicians and singers from Cork and we only played Cork artists for the month of January um, we're kind of going to give a priority to them of course naturally going forward but we are going to have a few more in the mix particularly today with the theme of love but I couldn't start with anything else but a Cork artist this is Cork composer um, Jimmy Brockie and a beautiful theme he composed for the play Catty Barry directed by Marion Wyatt, um, gosh, only last year. This is Vince's theme. It's just divine.
just a beautiful, beautiful theme, isn't it? That's from Cork composer Jimmy Brocky. And I want to say congratulations again to Jimmy because he is now taking over as musical director with the voices of Cork Choral Group. And uh, the next rehearsal, I think, is going to be his first rehearsal with them. So great things ahead for that group. Such a successful group, I know, with a long, long time. Um, exciting times for him and exciting times for them. It seems we kind of started off in kind of a very gentle vein of music today. I'm going to go with a, a little bit of Tom Waits. This is one of my personal favourites. I love the album Closing Time. I think it's just a classic, but I'm not playing Closing Time. Um, for Valentine's, here's a little one for you now. It's Little Trip to Heaven.
Sound there of Tom Waits from the album Closing Time. I love that one. I just think the lyrics of that are so, so romantic. It's absolutely divine. Now, if there are songs you think you would like to include today in kind of a Valentine spirit, then do text or WhatsApp at any stage. You know, it's always happy to hear from you. 0833 96 96 96 is the number. Now, another artist I love seeing any time she is in Cork is Eddie Reader, And if you've been to an Eddie Reader gig, well then you know it's just one of the best uh, evenings out ever. And if you've never been to see Eddie Reader live in concert, well then, book it. She's coming to the Everyman uh, near the end of March. I think it's around the 24th of March. They're in her thereabouts. If I just hop on the Everyman website there and have a check. Yes, indeed. Thursday, the 24th of March, Eddie's coming over. So I know I'm probably going to line up an interview with her in the next week or two to chat about that. And, uh, why not make it booked out before we get there? I know they would have been on restricted ticket numbers up to now, but now they can have full capacity. Wear your N95 mask if that's what gives you best security for yourself. And just give yourself a present of a night with a brilliant singer and a superb storyteller. It's a, It'll be a funny night. It'll be a joyful night. And this is one of the songs I always play, I guess, around Valentine's from her. Um, but she just does it so beautifully. From Robbie Burns, this is Eddie Reader. My love is like a red, red rose It's newly sprung in June My heart is like a melody That sweetly plays its tune Deep in love am I And I will love thee still, my dear Till all the seas gang dry Till all the seas gang dry, my dear And the rocks melt with the sun And I shall love thee Still, my dear, though the sands of life shall run, but fare thee with my only love, and fare thee with a while, and I will come again, my dear, but to our ten thousand miles.
sprung in June. My heart is like a melody that sweetly plays its tune. As fair art, I'm a bonnie lad, so deep in love am I. She did an entire album of the songs of Robert Burns. That one, of course, is one of my favourites there. But she has just the most amazing back catalogue from her time with was it Prefrap Sprout and it's got to be perfect and all of those sorts of things. But uh, a great, great night. So she, that's Eddie Reader and she's coming to the Everyman on the 24th of March. <laughs>
absolutely divine stuff altogether, isn't it? That is, of course, uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight from The Lion King. We are sort of giving today a bit of a flavour of love songs, particularly for Valentine's weekend, the weekend that's in it. And if you would like to join in an afternoon of just singing and beautiful, beautiful music, uh, particularly love songs from the musicals, then the Cork City Musical Society are singing in a free outdoor concert in Elizabeth Fort barracks at two o'clock today. Six of them are coming together to put on a free concert. There's seats, there's picnic tables, it's free entry, a very kind of casual event. So if you'd like to come into town, go for a walk along by the river, maybe pop up to Elizabeth Fort if you've never seen it and go and enjoy it today. So that's starting at two o'clock and I hope they all have a beautiful, beautiful afternoon. Not so sure about the weather, so keep an eye on that. Wishing them the best of luck. Yes, indeed, fairground attractions. So the minute, the minute I turned off the microphone. Didn't I hear my mistake? And we're all looking at each other here going, <laughs> Wayne and Connor going, what, what? And I'm going, I know, and Michael. Hello, Michael. Yes, you're right. I know, I know, I was wrong. Oh, no, I need the coffee, I need the coffee, I need the coffee. Quartz 96 FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes. Straight from our soil to your table. Griffin's Potatoes are simply nutritious and delicious. <laughs> Thanks a million, Katie. Now then, Connor Townsman taking a look at what's making the front pages of the Sunday papers today. Now I'm going to start with the Business Post. They have an exclusive on the front page, which tells us that a leaked audio reveals financial dysfunction and distrust in the health system. Recording of a Department of Health meeting contains references to, quote, fake targets and concerns about HSE's financial, quote, sloppiness and credibility of health budgets also detailed. Other headlines on the front page of the Business Post include inflation wave could hike food prices by 5%, warns Economist onto the Sunday Independent. And the main story there is inquiry into lockdown at events at HSE. Whistleblowers claim, quote, parties were held and probe into contract tracing, sorry, contract tracing centres. Yeah, that's actually, I'm not sure if that's a a typo on the front page. I think the word is contact tracing, but it is contract. And jury is set to be abolished for libel trials. And also the outrage is getting outrageous, according to Brendan O'Connor. And he tells us that there's growing support for making Ireland's new bank holiday on St. Bridget's Day an armistice day. This would be a day when we would collectively all lay down our arms. One day of the year when we don't have to be up in arms. The media would stop for the day, social media would be suspended, and people would agree to just talk about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> on to the Sunday Times, and good news here on two levels. One for the Taoiseach, under the heading Rising Ratings Boost Taoiseach, and also Biden hopes to make state visit this summer. Uh, In an article there by Justine McCarthy, the US President Joe Biden is expected to visit Ireland this year, possibly as soon as the summer. The Taoiseach and a senior government official have told Fianna Fáil TDs, and the dates are likely to be agreed when Micheál Martin visits the White House on St. Patrick's Day, according to Irish sources. And finally, an article in the Sunday Independent by Neve Horan about Rob Carney and... uh, kind of romantic tale really when you look at it because uh, after a glittering career with Leinster, Ireland and British uh, and Irish Lions star, Rob Carney retired from rugby last year and 
after one final season in Australia and he flew down to Australia with Jess Redden, his fiancé then, now his wife, two months. And with the country in strict COVID lockdown, they spent two weeks quarantined together in a hotel room. And he says, I came back from that saying that it was the best pre-marriage course that you can do (laughs) in a hotel with your future wife or husband for two weeks without a window. You can't leave and you learn pretty quickly. He said miraculously that they didn't have a single argument. (laughs) Unlike the next track I had lined up, actually, okay. funnily enough. <laughs> well, good for them. That's great. But uh, I had actually lined up, uh, you know, we were talking about Valentine's, obviously, and the path of true love doesn't always run that smooth. And I had picked out Mick Flannery and Susan O'Neill. <laughs> Different kinds of baby talk, I guess. <laughs>
some very unusual, strange beasts lurking in the Crawford Art Gallery this week. And as part of this week's Work of the Week, I went exploring with assistant curator Michael Waldron to find out where these strange animals live. Mike, I love that saying, is it? How do you eat an elephant? I've never heard this before. (laughs) (laughs) One small bite at a time, okay? (laughs) In our case this morning, how do we consume a strange beast? And it's by Michael Quain. We're not looking at a painting, we're looking at a sculpture. It really is a presence because as a sculpture, it is three-dimensional. You have to walk around it. And I think, how do you consume this strange beast? I think maybe, if you can, through your eyes, but we'll try to do it (laughs) through description this morning. Kilkenny limestone essentially is something like 360 million years old when you think about it. And the artist has found a form within it. And that kind of sounds a bit kind of a a strange thing to say, you know, finding a form. But, you know, know. if you're walking along the beach and you you see a pebble, it might remind you of a shape or you might look up at the clouds and it might remind you of something. Well, he finds the form in the stone itself through a technique called direct carving. And essentially he follows the flaws in the stone and kind of chases them out with his chisel. And then what is left, what is stable at the end of that process, then suggests what the sculpture is going to look like. That's amazing. So does he know when he gets a block of Kilkenny limestone what the outcome is going to be? It's it's the block dictates what the artist sculpts. (laughs) Well, that's it. So it's a kind of a sort of a (laughs) back and forth between the artist and and the material. I suppose sculptors who work in stone know how to sort of assess what they have in front of them and they know whether it'll be good or bad. Even I think Michelangelo had trouble with, you know, when he was sculpting David and they say that David's right hand is too big (laughs) because there was a flaw in the marble. So, you know, (laughs) we're all human. (laughs) Well, it's the flaw that makes us unique. That's what they say. You know, that's what makes a diamond a diamond. The interesting thing is you describe it, the strange beast. You call it a quadruped. It just reminded me of Hard Times by Dickens where a cow was described as a gramnivorous quadruped. What we have is, so this quadruped is the four-legged, one of the beasts, is quite large. Initially, you might think, oh, is it like a hippo? Mm. Is it a rhino? Mm. Is it, what sort of beast or creature might it be? Very, very strong, muscular body as it kind of turns, as it walks. It has a, a short tail. But when we get to the face, the face isn't actually altogether unlike a human face. 
Oh. You know, it's not an animal or beast from nature. It's one from the artist's own imagination. Yeah. And then on top of that, as you say, the rider, which is also presumably a strange beast, you know, it has sort of a humanoid form, but with very large hands and very large feet. Mm. And it bends over the, the kind of the front of the, the beast while it's on its back, kind of places one hand above the eye of the larger beast. So it's almost like a taming or a, maybe it's communicating in some way, you know, like a horse whisperer, <laughs> if <Yes>. you will. <laughs> um, and it's a really just beautiful, sensitive moment and a communion really between two very different animals, essentially. So one form is kind of hugging the other, really, yeah? Yeah, yeah, and it's contact, you know, that sense of touch. Mm. It it feels like a very tactile sculpture. You kind of, you do want to touch it, although we we, we ask people not to. I was going to ask you that question, yeah. yeah. Tell me, this strange beast has, have they um, moved around the gallery? Because at the moment they're part of an exhibition called Menagerie. I'd have thought it would have been a very heavy structure. Well, it is. It's, a, it, it's definitely a two-person lift, <laughs> and it sits on its own sort of portion steel plinth. And um, so, you know, if you can imagine the very kind of cool grey of this limestone on top of a sort of a, a gorgeous kind of coppery, rusty-coloured base, we've only been able to show it once so oh. far because we only purchased it last year. Ah. So we put it into our menagerie exhibition, which is all about how artists have looked at animals and represented them. So I can't wait to find out um, yeah. you know, where will it pop up next yeah. in the gallery. Uh, but for now, it's in our menagerie exhibition until the 6th of March. Excellent. All right, Michael. Listen, thanks for that. I'm intrigued to see whether the beast will move or whether the beast will stay. And what do they get up to at night when you close down? All these questions you can find out for yourself <laughs> just by having a look yourself, by going online to the Crawford Art Galleries website and looking at this week's work of the week. Michael Waldron, thanks again for your insight into the wonderful world and the animals that live in the Crawford Art Gallery. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a million, Connor. You might be a lot more familiar with Michael Quayne's work than you think, particularly if you've passed Mallow Roundabout over the years. It's now moved from there, but it's near Mallow Town and also Middleton. And you could go and find another one of his up in UCC, So if you wanted to go and find any of Michael Quayne's public sculptures, you could get involved in a little bit of Quayne spotting. (laughs) Sorry, bad pun of the week. I'm glad you apologised. Apologise again. (laughs) I'm really, really sorry about that. (laughs) Particularly to the artist as well. But another great artist is is, is Harry, Harry Clark, his annual exhibition, which is closing tomorrow as Phantasms and Fantasies. We had Harry Clark there on the programme a couple of weeks ago, or one of his pieces, I should say. Um, Wonderful work altogether. So grab that if you can. Great fun, great design, great colour. And it's the last, um, or it's the annual exhibition, but it's it's the the last two days. The last two days, today and tomorrow. Cork's 96FM and C103. The Arts House. All the ways you wonder, all the 
great oceans all across the foam through the fire away hoses through the sunsets on fire searching for the island of your heart's desire where the sun is always shining Oranges grow on the trees You only have to wait two seconds For everything you please In a garden of daisies In a circle of light Searching for the island Of your heart's delight I Like a true friend I'll wait for you Till the very Take the long way home Down where the magicians And the dreamers roam Through the mountains of morning Through the valleys of night Searching for the island Of your heart's delight I very end All the ways you wander All the ways you roam All across great oceans All across the foam Through the faraway houses Through the sunsets on fire Searching for the island of your heart's desire Oh, you just can't beat John Spillane, I have to say. And uh, that's taken from one of the acoustic series albums he produced. Just really, really beautiful, simple, paired back, divine song, All the Ways You Wander. Again, gosh, the words and the lyrics in that really are just extraordinary, aren't they? Uh, okay, you're listening to The Arts House on Cork's 96FM and C103. It's Elmarie and Connor with you until 10. A couple of other bits and pieces that have come up in the listings and things we need to let you know that are coming up.
Okay, okay, I'm just having a quick look at the Triscoll Cinema. You can find out more for yourself just by going to triscollartcentre.ie. But like this week alone, you can go to four different art films. For instance, the 400 Blows dates back to 1959 and it's a Francois Truffaut film, classic black and white. And also on today as well is Memory Box, which is a French and I think... Canadian film, Canadian I think, isn't film, it? yeah, yeah. Awesome. I remember reading about that. It's the one where um, a memory box belonged to the mum turns up and oh, the daughter yeah. starts going through it. Yes. And the mother doesn't want her to go poking back through her life previously. But it, it looks beautiful. Anything that I've seen of it looks gorgeous. But they're finishing today, aren't they? Yes, it's French-Canadian, Lebanese, Qatar. That's it. That's A lot it. of colour yeah. in there altogether. Fantastic. Uh, all finishing today. And then the following week's movies kick in from Wednesday to next Sunday and that's Licorice Pizza uh, United States Canadian co-production and Petit Maman from France as well so catch them if you want the details just go to triscalartcentre.ie and uh, in Elizabeth Fort you told us earlier on was, don't forget the free event of the Cork City Musical Society outdoor concert of love songs at 2 o'clock and O'Manny's at Watergrass Hill it's the venue on Tuesday night for the monthly ga- gathering of The Gab. It's a thriving storytelling community and their monthly sessions are called The Gab Mixtape because there's such a variety of storytellers, singers and entertainers on the night. It starts at half past seven. That's O'Manny's at Watercrass Hill on Tuesday night. Now, I've been hearing about them for a long time. Yeah. I've been seeing little bits and pieces nice, of posts uh, on Facebook and I saw their outdoor photographs yeah. and things like that. I think they're going to be back inside the bar this week or for this one. So, um, um, Might I'd even be love to sitting go. on the bar stool. I'd, I'd say, love yeah. to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a great gang involved in it. So, um, sounds like a great night's entertainment and unpredictable. You see, that's the, that's the joy of it. You just it. never know who's going to stand up and you never know what story's going to come next. There's a certain art in the building of a suspense. <laughs> there really, really is. Okay, now we've had some very gentle, lovely love songs. Um, anyone fancy a bit of Motown? Yay! Yay! Do I hear a yay from Motown? It's Wayne. Wayne is cheering yes in Studio <laughs> 2. Alrighty then, here we go. I need love, love to ease my mind. I need to find, find someone to call mine. It's a good 
Well, I hope we're sending you into the nine o'clock news with a little bit of a jig in your step and a dance. You know, you can always text a WhatsApp, particularly if there's any songs for Valentine's you'd like us to play between now and ten. We've more guests, more listings and lots of things for you to do this week coming up after news at nine. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Arts House on Corks 96FM and C103. Then I pick it back up Praying for your name to pop up Tell me that you're still in love Still in love with me No matter how high I hope No matter how much I want No matter how bad I'm broke You still don't Call, 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 call me You've taken all the time you need If I love, if I love, if I love means anything Baby, please call, 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 call me Can't sleep, I'm scared to dream I'm remembering everything That you said, that you said to me When I was yours and you were mine And I didn't have to wait all night For you to call, 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 call me You've taken all the time you need If I love, if I love, if I love means anything Baby, please call, call Times 
to the Arts House on Cork's 96FM and C103. Always proud to play Irish artists and in particular female Irish artists. I love that. That's from Imelda May, of course. Call me. Now then, so much happening in Cork. It's great to see the gears grinding up and everything kind of kicking off, especially now that full capacity audiences are once again welcomed into theatres and allowed into theatres. What's happening at the Cork Opera House this week, Connor? Yeah, I was just kind of thinking the amount of people have been waiting to get to the Cork Opera House, you know, now that they're open, great. But think of the amount of musicians who've been waiting to get to the, the Opera House, for instance. <laughs> Chris de Berg was supposed to be there last October, but he's he's here on Wednesday, and there are still tickets available. But then when you think of poor old Bernard Casey, he's been rescheduled from July 2020, but he's coming in on Friday, and it's a howl of a night. I have to say, you yeah. know, right throughout lockdown, yeah. Bernard Casey, you see, I went on, and not only am I on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, but I joined Snapchat because of my niece Ella, so we were always snapping. And then I joined TikTok because of my niece Ella. <laughs> <laughs> of course, TikTok is this holy just disappear into my God Almighty. Yep. Bernard Casey on TikTok. I have to say, just kept me giggling the whole time. He has all of these kind of local characters from the parish and all that sort of stuff. And he is just a ticket. He's just a ticket. So that's Friday night. And because it's rescheduled again, you see a lot of theatres and uh, bookings were taking place on the presumption that it was like 50% capacity. So that's yeah. what was sold. But now the extra 50% to bring it up to the 100, they're all available. So book, book, book. Yeah, like on Saturday night, you've got the three tenors still tickets available and then on Sunday it's the Furies again tickets are also available so and a particular favourite of mine Sarah Millican is bringing her coming to Cork next week that's <laughs> Tuesday now it's sold out but there's still like, <laughs> this is a contradiction in terms there's still a handful of tickets available for Monday the 21st okay so Tuesday's gone but Monday 21st you can grab a few tickets you know, as soon as the box office opens this morning Mary Black is taken to the stage on Thursday the 21st Fourth, and then in two weeks' time, you've got the Royal Moscow Ballet performing two shows. That's on Sunday, the twenty seventh of February, to close out the month, and it's a matinee and a night performance. That is just a class lineup, isn't it? Yeah, excellent. In fairness, plenty to do. You can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> so much. I adore Sarah Millican. So that's the only sold out one that's there at the moment on the Tuesday. But next Monday, tomorrow week, yeah. there's still tickets available for that. Okay, you can check out all of those, of course, on the. Cork Opera House website. They'll all be there in their entirety. Uh, I want to say hello to some people who've been sending um, 
texts and WhatsApp and that sort of thing. In fact, just within the last few seconds, did you say that there is a free concert in Elizabeth Fourth for today? Yes, indeed, we we did. did. We did twice, actually. (laughs) There is a free concert in Elizabeth Fourth at 2pm today. I think there's around half a dozen of the members of the Cork City Musical Society have decided that in honour of Valentine's weekend, they're going to put on um, a free show, maybe for about an hour, an hour and a half of love songs from the musicals. So that's at two o'clock. You can incorporate it into an afternoon in town. So well done to them. Just having a quick um, look at the weather there to see how is the day going. Kind yeah, of should hold. It's grand, yeah. The, the, whatever rain we had is gone and it'll be nice and sunny actually for yeah. most of the afternoon. Deirdre McGarty, who sent me the news in, said they basically, yes, there are seats in this picnic tables. So it's going to be very, very casual, okay? So free entry in two o'clock uh, today. Also want to say hello to Geraldine McKibben, who said hello, Elmarie and Connor. And you were wondering if we would mention that the Middleton Concert Band are looking for new members for their senior band. And they also lend out instruments if required. So if you're interested in joining the band, if you're interested in finding out what kind of facilities and services you can engage with through the Middleton Concert Band, well then they meet in the band hall on St Mary's Road, Middleton I presume that is, any Thursday night at half past seven. Great to hear from you Geraldine, haven't talked to you in a long time because we haven't had a chance to kind of I guess talk about gigs and bands and orchestras and things like that coming together. And speaking of orchestras coming together, well next Saturday on the stage of the National Concert Hall, young musicians from all over Ireland are going to be coming together for the fantastic celebration of the Irish Association of Youth Orchestras with their festival which is returning to the stage. It's all organised from the Hub in Cork on Pope's Quay in Civic Trust House and to find out more I spoke to the Artistic Director, Alan Gray. Okay, so we're at the Irish Association of Youth Orchestras. Uh, we're uh, Firstly and foremostly we are a membership organisation for youth orchestras around Ireland. Uh, we were founded in 1994 uh, by our member organisations and we've been based in Cork fairly much all the time since then. Um, so what we do, I mean, we provide sort of news information, advice, um, instruments and music to youth orchestras around the country. But we also engage in programming with a range of collaborators, including the Irish Brock Orchestra and the Irish Chamber Orchestra. Um, and so we run the... With them, we run the Irish Youth Baroque Orchestra, the Concordat Chamber Music Course for Strings, the Irish Youth Wind Ensemble, and the Esker Festival Orchestra. In addition to doing workshops for young people and for music teachers and conductors around the country. A full programme. And I imagine it was tough enough to keep things like that running through lockdown with everyone basically forced to sort of record or practice their work from home and all of the hassles zoomed through in on everybody. But here we are in 2022 and here we are looking at the festival returning to the stage of the National Concert Hall next weekend. So there must be a great buzz amongst everyone involved. Um, I'm not really sure what to expect. So from from an organiser's point of view, we only have five orchestras in the festival this year and we usually have eight. So we have eight rehearsals and eight performances um, on a day, on a Saturday. And we have a really tight schedule where this year with only five, it's smaller and we still aren't going for a full capacity audience. We're, We're holding off releasing everything and going big until the last possible moment, just in case a new variant emerges. So we're looking at something that's that's going to be small in terms of the numbers and the orchestras are smaller than they normally would be. But I've been in the National Concert Hall before with small audiences and it can be really, really exciting, really, really great. So 
I think it's just going to be the, the sense of return and the sense of excitement at us being in the same place is going to be really great. But it's not going to be like it normally is. Normally, during there's a part of the day after the afternoon concert where we actually just run all the orchestras into each other in the same space. So we get the instruments out of the way first and then we tell everyone, oh, you have to go this direction, you have to go that direction, and they all end up in the same space in chaos. And they get an idea of how many <laughs> are actually there. So this year, they, are, they won't see each other outside of the auditorium. Everyone enters from stage right and exits from stage left. And we have all these protocols in place because we've had to plan it months ago. Um, and we had to make a plan for, you know, we can do it, but, you know, there's only half the people allowed in the auditorium. We can't use these spaces. We can't do this. We can't have people sharing the same air, et cetera. So it's all, it's all planned as if COVID is... is um, still in the middle of another wave and hopefully on the day we'll be able to sort of really relax back off that and sell more tickets and do things like that and boost the size of it but just coming back now itself is it's strange I think more it's, it'll be exciting when we're there when it's happening at the moment it's just from an organizer's point of view yes yeah. hmm. I can hear yeah. I can hear the amount of restrictions and regulations that you would have had to have in calculation over months and you know when everyone has been trying to figure out how to do things online for two years tentative steps back into live performance especially when you're talking about bringing I know you say it's only five orchestras this year let's just do that sentence again in one day, you were going to have five orchestras on the stage of the National Concert Hall coming in one door, going out the other door and performing their hearts out next Saturday from all over the country. And you, you did say, all right, that, you know, not every youth orchestra in the country is back rehearsing at full swing yet. And I can totally see why when you consider the enormous size of some of them, you know, in order to kind of put little tape around them and let them all have their uh, social distancing space like the RT Concert Orchestra would have shown us on YouTube. My God, you'd nearly need to take over Musgrave Park to let the Cork Youth Orchestra start <laughs> rehearsing at that kind of uh, depth and space. So things have happened in a different way with the gradual return to rehearsals around the country, hasn't it? Yes, indeed. I mean, there, there's been really great stuff done during the course of the pandemic and we've, we've learnt new things. There's, there's one particular conductor I know who has been doing sectional rehearsals with the strings. So all the violas uh, playing, well, playing together. They're all on Zoom and so they can't play together at the same time on Zoom because of the latency, which we call it, which is the time travel back and forth between when someone makes a noise and when it reaches the other person. Um, so that conductor has been just allowing each of the different players to be the leader, to be the one that can be heard at a time. And she says when she goes back to rehearsals in real life, she's not going to rehearse the orchestra all as a big group together um, so much as she used to. She's going to work with smaller groups and she's going to let those smaller groups um, each of the pe people in them be the leader for a while as opposed to just having one leader. So the sense of sort of democracy and the confidence of individual players, we found, we found new ways of working with them that are really going to do good things in the future. So it's not, it's, you know, some, some of what we have learned we'll leave behind because we don't need it mm -hmm. anymore. But some of the things are really, really good and it will be, we won't be going back to quite the same as we were before. 
uh, hopefully we'll be going back better. You know, when you talk about letting everybody be on mute and them taking turns to be the lead player who can be heard on Zoom and how that will now translate into, you know, a more democratic way of organising some orchestra sections, that's really exciting. And I can imagine how empowered it would make the children feel and the sense of confidence it would give them. Sometimes if you're a timid player or a shy player, it's very easy to get lost, you know, in the, the swell of a sound. But at the same time, you know, there are some people who were born for solo performances and not, no matter where they are in life, whether they're walking down Patrick Street or walking on a stage, the spotlight will follow them. And there are others for whom the real joy, the real buzz and the uplifting sense of fulfilment is got from being in the heart of a group of people making music together, playing in a band, playing in a, a marching band, playing in an orchestra. And there is nothing like it. And it stays with them for life, whether any of these children who are playing with the youth orchestras all around the country go on to be professional musicians or play with orchestras ever again once they leave school or college. The fact that they've had this is incredible. And I think having it open on the stage of the National Concert Hall is also great. I know you said at the moment it'll be sort of a restricted audience. So parents and families of those who are directly involved will already sort of be putting their names down for tickets. But from Wednesday on, you say you may have a better indication of whether or not other people from uh, around the country can also just book tickets and turn up and what a way to take you know kids and young people along to see other young people making music it literally is of the people for the people by the people with a great programme like they're playing all sorts on Saturday Yes indeed well I mean our tagline on the festival is orchestral music by young people for young people um, and particularly the, the concert that we are, are keeping now because of course it's a three o'clock concert so if there was eight o'clock closing time we were fine uh, but that concert usually draws a very uh, public audience of people who are, who are not related to the people taking part and there's usually there's kids running around the place in the auditorium and there's lots of noise and they have to go in and out to the loo and that's all absolutely fine for us it's not not a stuffy occasion by any stretch of the imagination. So, and it tends to be a really great celebration and we tend to get cheers, which would be totally at home in a football stadium as well for the <laughs> performances. How bad? The only job, yeah. Good. So, in terms of booking tickets then, if people want to keep an eye out over the course of the week and say, you know what, a trip to Dublin would be kind of fairly exciting and uh, let's do it. Especially it'll be heading into midterm for secondary schools the following week. So what do you what do you recommend for people who might like to keep an eye out for tickets? Uh, so the best place to go for tickets really is just go to the National Concert Hall website. So go to nationalconcerthallnch.ie or you can also ring the National Concert Hall box office on 01417 0000. Alan Gray from the Irish Association of Youth Orchestras. Thank you so, so much and continued success to you and to everybody who's collaborating in the offices in Civic Trust House on Pope's Key in Cork. Managing that big national event and how wonderful to see it return to the stage of the National Concert Hall again. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Alan.
divine voice there of Sinead Lowen taken from uh, A Woman's Heart too. that's the particular track our album I took the track off this morning but I just adore that song really really um, love 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 her voice and all the music she recorded ok back after these Cork's 96FM and C103 The Arts House and you're welcome back to the programme. It's Elmarie and Connor with you until 10, celebrating love in all sorts of shapes and forms for Valentine's weekend. And uh, as I told you earlier on, you can always text or WhatsApp to 0833 96 96 96, as indeed did Margaret in Douglas. How you doing, Margaret? You said, can you please play Perfect Symphony by Andrea Bocelli and Ed Sheen together for my husband, Diem, working hard today in St. Finbar's Hospital. Happy Valentine's weekend. Well, listen... Delighted to do it, Margaret. Great pairing. I found a love for me. Well, darling, just dive right in and follow my lead. Well, I found a girl. Beautiful and sweet Well, I never knew you were the someone waiting for me Cause we were just kids when we fell in love 
Not knowing what it was I will not give you up this time well, Darling, just kiss me slow Your heart is all I own And in your eyes you're holding mine Baby, I'm Between my arms, barefoot on the cross, listening to our favorite song. When you said you looked a mess, I whispered underneath my breath, but you heard it, darling. You look perfect tonight. Sei la mia donna, la forza delle onde del mare, cogli i miei sogni, i miei segreti, molto di più. Spero che un giorno l'amore che ci ha accompagnato diventi casa, la mia famiglia diventi noi. Siamo sempre bambini, ma nulla impossibile, stavolta non ti lascerò, mi baci piano ed io torno ad esistere e nel tuo sguardo. the fact that what you hear at the very end of that is the kind of the little clap of them all together. If you actually go on YouTube and you search out um, Perfect Symphony between Ed Sheeran and Andrea Bocelli, what you'll see is actually, you know, the whole... Uh, 
video of them arriving in and the marbles and they're doing everything in Italy and everything. It's a fantastic video behind the scenes and just the camaraderie between the two lads when they're doing that. We're just talking here about Ed Sheeran, who he hasn't collaborated with and what he hasn't done. Um, and we loved that little cameo he had in the film yesterday. If you haven't seen the film yesterday, I'm not going to spoil it. It's a great, great film, um, worth watching and not just for Ed Sheeran's uh, little cameo in the middle of that. But anyway, uh, lots, lots more happening all over Cork. Um, what's up next, Connor? Okay, I'm having a look at the Everyman. You've about 10 days left because for two nights only, Arthur Miller's The Crucible is coming to the Everyman. Now, if you want to go and see a show with a big cast, this is one to go and see because I remember being in two different productions of The Crucible over the years. One, sadly, where I actually turned down a part in the Abbey Theatre to be in one of the lead parts of The Crucible and two days before it opened, the production collapsed. And I went, oh, well, there you go. you got to take it on the chin. But years later, uh, Fortune smiled again and Red Kettle Theatre Company in Waterford cast me in a production there. And I remember Anna Manahan was in it and it was great. And she used to always sit in this chair in the dressing room. And from then on in, it was always known as Anna Manahan's chair. Like, you yes. know. So that was a great time. And in a way, if you want to find out what's it about, ask me, because <laughs> I had two goes at it. The Crucible is set in Salem in the 17th century. It's around the time of the great witch hunts of Massachusetts. But it's used as a thinly failed allegory for McCarthyism in the 1950s, which in itself could also be translated to maybe more recent times in America, basically when people were put on witch hunts politically or whatever it was. So in this case, it's just a young girl called Abigail who accuses people of being witches and how the, I suppose, the religious extremists in the community take up the the accusation and push it too far altogether. So a very interesting and amazing production altogether. It also gives the production company, in this case, I think it's Bolt Productions, an opportunity to perform. And indeed, they are very proud of their cast. They listed it here and they're basically saying you've got two nights only, February 23rd and 24th, to come along and see this huge production in yeah. the Everyman. We're going to have an interview with them uh, on the show next weekend for sure. In fact, I also think in a way it kind of segues into the final week in the Serious Arts Centre in Cove of an exhibition by Peruvian artist Daniela Ortiz, which examines nationalism, class and gender divides, racism and the contemporary legacies of colonialism and patriarchy. Now, that's a big umbrella, but the exhibition is called They Will Burn With the Flame of the Mother's Torment and in Ashes transform. It features works concerned with racist and patriarchal attitudes and practices, both historical and contemporary, and it features a series of banners commissioned by Sirius and made in collaboration with Peruvian women of indigenous origin. And in each piece, Ortiz relates a historical religious painting to contemporary challenges faced by mothers and children. For example, in one, there's um, the Virgin Mary holding a representation of Magdalene Laundry but she's setting fire to the building and that's kind of like a reference to the fact the artist says that she herself would have been considered an adolescent with child and could very well have been sent to a laundry under the same circumstances and in the background then is a depiction of the Kinsale Road Accommodation Centre so all sorts of things um, being covered under this exhibition it's in its final week in the Serious Arts Centre in Cove and it's curated by Miguel Amado who is of course the director of Serious Arts Centre do anything else there for the minute? 
Well, Will we take a music break? Take a, oh yes, you were talking about the Cork Arts Theatre there. Yes. For instance. Yeah, I'm just having a quick look there now. Uh, Side Voices present Showtime Favourites starting on Friday night. And it's described as a delightful evening of popular songs from stage and screen shows including The Student Prince, Showboat, The Sound of Music, Les Mis, Phantom of the Opera, Kiss Me Kate, Noel Coward favourites and more. Performing for you each evening will be Anne Birmingham, Michelle O'Brien, Francis Keller and Dennis Lane and Noel Summers. And tickets are only €15 from the Cork Arts Theatre website. In fact, there's a lot going to be coming into the Cork Arts Theatre over the next few months and we'll be covering that soon, possibly next week in the programme. Mm -hmm. Big news, big news, big news on the way. So that's three nights I think they're running. That's starting Mm. on Friday night and wishing them the very, very best of luck with that. Now, uh, following on on our theme of supporting Cork singers, songwriters and artists, here's a band we want you to get behind, uh, both on YouTube, on Facebook, and particularly when they have their next gig, which is coming up in the rounding. We'll be chatting to them about that in March. It is a band called Wild. I only heard this song for the first time yesterday. It is called Daisy Chains. And I love it. I only heard it in the car on the way in this morning. Absolutely loved it. I I've already, just, yeah. I want tickets to the next concert. <laughs> <laughs> I've already heard a clip of the next tune they're releasing. So, um, this band, uh, seriously, should be booked in festivals everywhere. We're going to get your help and uh, spread the word about them Do. now. This happy, is happy, happy. Love this one. Yeah.
together they're called Wild uh, Perry and Louie behind that band Wild and I have to say um, they really deserve a festival circuit of all sorts of uh, stuff coming up in the summer and they have a new track coming up it will be launched in the roundy towards the end of March we're definitely going to have them on air chatting about that because yep. I've seen a teaser for the new track it's fabulous and in fact they're getting ready to release their second album so it's a, a really fantastic and exciting Cork band to see coming up through like we know you know their parents from kind of uh, dr- drama Ian and Belinda, uh, Ian yeah. and Belinda. Yeah. So how utterly thrilling to see the utterly different direction the lads are taking off in. It's absolutely brilliant. So really excited about hearing what's ahead for them. Okay, a couple of other bits and pieces which have come in on the listings that we definitely would want to tell you about. And in fact, tomorrow is the session again for Ovale. And lovers of poetry know the Ovale sessions, uh, of course. But for Valentine's, what a special night to do it. Events are back in person. And this is a hybrid event. So some events are going to be streamed online. And some will be in a Zoom session you can join. But you can also head along to the Long Valley upstairs tomorrow night. Tomorrow night's programme, in fact, features new writers from the MA in Creative Writing of UCC. So you have Nisha McGuinness, Luke Jeffers, Lucy. Home, Kieran Fionn Murphy, Emily Anna King, and Raven Good, who are all going to join. Now, there is an open mic session if any of you listening this morning are writers yourselves or poets yourselves. And there's also a five word challenge. Now, I adored watching this uh, in lockdown. You know, we all tuned in for the Zoom and there was kind of the five word challenge. So, the, basically, what they do is they give five random words and then there's a period of silence while everyone just takes those five words and weaves them on the spot into a poem you just make up there and then 
and uh, then you have the choice of sharing that poem or not afterwards and that's going to be open to both in-person and virtual attendees it's going to be live streamed at ovale.ie forward slash live you can also check their Vimeo Facebook or YouTube channels but if you would like to watch the Zoom session or take part in the open mic you have to email them because it's not just random open tuning in that would be open to hacks and spammers and all sorts of things so what you do is email info at ovale.ie there's no need for the father in veil info at ovale.ie and include a sentence about why you'd like to take part of you at live and then they'll know that you are a human and not a robot and they will let you take part and they'll email you the link so that's tomorrow evening um, always always fantastic now, you, I love the way you wrote this note. It has nothing to do with the arts, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm. But we do always feature stars in the show every now and again, don't we? Well, this is Take a Journey Through the Stars and Through Space with the 2022 Astronomy Ireland Evening Classes. It's starting on Wednesday, the 16th. Okay, And it's an eight-week-long journey into space with Astronomy for Beginners Evening Classes. Now, And one of them will even involve practical things like how to set up your own telescope and how to use it properly. Uh, You don't have to have any prior knowledge of maths or science or astronomy or anything like that. It's very much a beginner's course for astronomy. And the beginning Wednesday the 16th, the run for eight consecutive weeks for two hours at seven o'clock in the evening with a break in the middle and they take place online via Zoom. So all you have to do is just go to astronomy.ie and the sky's the limit. Now, those courses aren't exactly cheap. I will say they're not cheap. So if it's a, something that you might be thinking of giving as a gift to, I think maybe for the eight weeks, it's around 195 euro mm-hmm. there and or thereabouts. But then you also get a subscription for the annual or monthly magazine that they produce and all that Very sort good. of thing as well. Yeah. Um, also on the subject of magazines, how about Southward Literary Journal? It's such a fantastic publication. It's published every spring and autumn by the Munster Literature Centre. It's published everyone from uh, Haruki Murakami, Colm Tobin and so many more. I won't go through the entire list now. But the spring issue is comprised of prize-winning and shortlisted entries from the Gregory O'Donoghue and Sean O'Fuilain competitions, as well as specially commissioned work. But they also have unsolicited solicited, well, submissions of poetry and short fiction for the autumn issue open now. So if you have poetry that you would like to submit for publication, the closing date for that is the end of February. So February 28th and if you have general fiction, well, the closing date for that is the 31st of March. So end of February for poetry, end of March for fiction. They pay €40 Euro per poem, €250 Euro per short story. And you can check out all the details on the Munster Literature website. OK, maybe time for another wee bit of music. How about another Cork singer? I meant to get this in um, one of our last programmes and I couldn't. But singers were sort of on a Valentine's theme. How beautiful would this be? Marguerite O'Connor is the girl behind all the Swing by the Lee, Swing in the Park, all of those concerts. And she's just one phenomenal all around. She lectures, she teaches, she sings, she manages gigs. She bakes speciality cakes. I mean, this woman can do everything. <laughs> Here she is. This is a simple recording of her singing Just the Way You Look Tonight. Oh 
we just spoiled with talent in Cork we surely are I do hope you've enjoyed all the music we played uh, on the programme today with our Valentine's theme you can catch the podcast a little bit later on this afternoon if you want to listen back to anything we're going to finish off with a bit of Tom Lehrer because you know what you always need a laugh lads life is tough enough knock a laugh out of it we'll talk to you next Sunday and now to the love song I'm sure you're familiar with love songs on the order of he's just my bill my man, my Joe, my Max, and so on, where the girl who sings them tells you that although the man she loves is antisocial, alcoholic, physically repulsive, or just plain unsanitary, that uh, nevertheless, she is his because he is hers, and like that. But as far as I know, there has never been a popular song from the analogous male point of view, that is to say, of a man who finds himself in love with, or in this case, married to, a girl who has nothing whatsoever to recommend her. I, uh, I have attempted to fill this need. The song is called, She's My Girl. Sharks gotta swim And bats gotta fly 
I gotta love one woman till I die To Ed or Dick or Bob She may be just a slob But to me, well, she's my girl In winter, the bedroom is one large ice cube And she squeezes the toothpaste from the middle of the tube Her hairs in the sink have driven me to drink But she's my girl She's my girl, she's my girl And I love her The girl that I lament for The girl my money's spent for The girl my back is bent for The girl I owe the rent for The girl I gave up Lent for Is the girl that heaven meant for me So though for breakfast She makes coffee That tastes like shampoo I come home for dinner And get peanut butter stew Or if I'm in luck It's broiled hockey puck But oh well What the hell She's my girl I love her Quartz 96 FM and C103 The Arts House With Griffin's Potatoes Straight from our soil to your table Griffin's Potatoes are simply nutritious and delicious